made a weird nose noise. Well, that's what podcasts are for, for, for uncomfortable, heavy breathing inside of a stranger's ear. Oh, so all of the nights in college were podcasts? Yes. I have to rethink some things. While you're doing that, let's introduce ourselves. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Worthington. And I'm Molly McIsaac. And this is DogCast the Podcast. It's a podcast about dogs. What we do is every episode we will focus on one specific breed uh, with the occasional tangent of additional breeds as need be. Because did you know that there's like a shit ton of dog breeds? Like scientifically a shit ton. There are <laughs> historically shit tons of dogs. Yes, there's just, there's so many because humans couldn't fuck around with eugenics for other humans. So they were like, what can we do with wolves? So, so wait, hold on. This, this is before we delve into anything else. You're, you're suggesting that we didn't create dogs from the mold of wolves. We didn't forge our, our, our nearest and dearest ally in the animal kingdom out of companionship and that need for, 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 for that. Now, we were bored rich people. And we wanted to fuck with nature. Yes, we were bored rich people. We, we are the Frankensteins. Dr. Frankenstein. Well, yeah. Yes. We are the Dr. Frankensteins. Yes. Not to be confused with his monsters, which in this analogy might as well be the dogs, but they're they're not bloodthirsty. They're just perfect angels. Specifically, the monster is... Pomeranians? Yes. This episode is about... <laughs> Does that make me Dr. Pomeranian? Is that is that is that what you want to? That's what I went to school for. Eight years. I have a master's in Pomeranians. You spent eight years on what you could glance over on a Wikipedia page. No, because I got real life experience by petting them every day. Did you just glance at the Wikipedia page as you <laughs> said that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Why are you calling me out when people can't see what I'm doing? Because this is a this this is a multi sensory experience. Oh, oh, so it's like one of those like interactive theater experiences? Yes. Where you all wear Pomeranian masks? Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm creating that, by the way. Watch for that in West Hollywood next week. So let's just go over Pomeranians. I think that was a solid intro. <laughs> <laughs> that was a solid intro with, with all the necessary prerequisite information. Let's just barrel in. Okay. History of the breed. What's the deal with Pomeranians? Where are they from? What happened to wolves. I mean, are you asking me to go all the way back with wolves? Are we starting all the way back there? Or are we starting just with Pomeranians? That's a good point. I feel like we, we probably know. We get it. We, we get the whole wolf situation. Yeah, like we, we really fucked up wolves. From which primordial pool did the Pomeranian in all of its wet rat-like glory? <gasps> because because it's, it's wet from, from the pool. Okay. You better not be talking shit. And it stood there for an hour and then became very fluffy and, and puffy. Okay, well, here, listen to this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Pomeranians used to be sled dogs. The, the tiniest sleds in the world. No, they weren't tiny. They didn't used to be tiny. Pomeranians were, in fact, quite large. Not how, small. How, how large were Pomeranians? Greyhound large. Not quite the size of, like, a Labrador 
Maybe more like a border collie size. They had to pull sleds. So they were village sled dogs. Mm -hmm. So they would like hang out and pull around supplies and pretend to be Balto and be like, I'm carrying influenza and stuff. Moms were the UPS drivers of Pomerania. Essentially. But they also had another purpose. There was two kinds of Pomeranians. Mm -hmm. There was the UPS driver Pomeranians. Mm -hmm. And then there was also the stay off my lawn Pomeranians. Which were the like herding dog Pomeranians. So there was half of them pulled sled sleds mm-hmm. and like were transportation babies. And then mm-hmm. the other half were I'ma keep this livestock where the fuck it's supposed to be, good boys. So one kind of Pomeranian had a uniform and a dolly upon which they would push supplies. Yes. And the other one would play banjo on the porch with a shotgun slung over his shoulder and say things like, y'all ain't from around here, ain't ya? I don't like to think about it that way. I think they're a bit more tolerant than that. I kind of imagine them with like cute little shepherd sticks and bonnets. I'm a medium-sized dog with unresolved prejudices against dogs who ain't like me. No. I mean, it's possible. They were island dogs. So they're from an island. An island. Nobody knows actually where they came from Mm -hmm. originally, but they're uh, smaller versions of German spitzes. And so they're from uh, Pomerania, which is this island that's like vaguely Poland and also vaguely Germany. Uh, It it just exists in this nether zone between the two. Mm, One might call it the Netherlands, even though it's not actually the Netherlands. Ah, Bad geography lesson. But good content. (laughs) Yes. Is there a hidden kingdom of Pomeranians in this mythical island of Pomerania? I really hope so, because that's where I put in my will that I want to be buried. It only appears to the true of heart. Yes. Like Brigadoon. And people who hang out with unicorns. That Venn diagram is a perfect circle. So Pomeranians live on this islandish area, and they the two factions have their two jobs, and they're really cute, and they're really good at their jobs. And then other white people come to the white people who have those Pomeranians and are like, those are really cute dogs. I'm going to take those, and I'm going to make them small. So it was Queen Victoria's mom, I think, is the first person who brought some Pomeranians over. And then Queen Victoria was like, holy shit, I fucking love these dogs. They're so cute, but they're too goddamn big. And so then... why? What, 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 by what metric were these dogs too big? They were too big to uh, be carried under the arm without people noticing. Because they were covert spy dogs. Yes. The spy craft of Pomerania. They were Polish slash... German, nobody really knows. Spy mm. dogs. Enigmas. Yeah. Mm. Enigmatic puppies. Enigmatic puppies is the name of my shoegaze band, by the way. Please come see us play at the Largo with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> it's a nice time. So Queen Victoria was like, I'm going to make these things really tiny. And so in her lifetime and how that's wild because it takes generations right no no (laughs) actually dogs are fascinating because their genetic structure is completely different than humans whereas it takes us like thousands of years to evolve something very small right with dogs they can change something within a generation in the 1930s in russia this a female scientist decided that she was going to breed Arctic foxes to see how dogs were created, basically. And she started breeding together 
um, foxes that had good temperaments and foxes who had bad temperaments. And she noticed that the foxes that had good temperaments were getting cuter as generation by generation went by. And it was very quick. And there's, uh, we can do a whole episode about that because it's very fascinating, actually. The science behind dogs and foxes and canines and the way that they were created is just absolutely amazing. She was the true foxy lady. No, yes, she was. But back to Pomeranians, yes. it's, it's very it's very easy and very fast to completely change characteristics of a breed within one to two generations. That's wild. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. Their genomes are very strange and uh, way superior to ours, I think, probably, because that's cool. Whoa. You can genetically alter a dog in one to two breeding cycles. Mm -hmm. Because dogs gestate for only two months, it's very easy to quickly change what they look like, what they act like, their size. So I'm sure Queen Victoria did other really cool things in her lifetime, but I would say, I would say, I mean, history might say differently, but in my opinion, the coolest thing that she did is that she made Pomeranians half the size of what they originally were. So whereas they were originally I don't know, sled dog size, like 25, 30 pounds. She made them half of that size by the time she died. So she turned these majestic working dogs into 10-pound snuggle bunnies. And that is, of course, the what the British call Pomeranians. Yes. Snuggle bunnies. Fun fact about, I just looked up, about uh, the, the lasting legacy of Queen Victoria's impact on the Pomeranian breed. Uh, Buckingham Palace's royal guards. Uh-huh. Uptight, straight-faced, red uniform. Big hats. They use the hats to conceal their final line of defense in case of an invasion, a terrorist attack, any sort of horrible catastrophe at Buckingham Palace. They will undo the strap below their chin, whip off that big old hat, and reveal three stacked, fully armed to the teeth, bandoliers strapped across their tiny fluffy chests, three Pomeranians. Okay, when you say armed to the teeth, do you mean that they actually have, like, grills that are, like, super pointy? Of course I do. Okay, I just had this to clarify. Is, this is the royal palace. This is Buckingham. Yeah. These, 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 these are professional military men. And Pomeranians. Yes. And here's the thing. They don't fire a single shot. These pumps are professionals. They look the culprits in the eye, and in unison, they stare at the bandits, and they say... What's all this, then? That sounds suspiciously like our dog, Mochi. Well, they, they, you know, they're all Pomeranians. That sounds Pomeranianist. Oh, You're oh suggesting boy. that they all have the same voice? No, I'll, not, I'll not remind all. you that we, yeah. we own two Pomeranians, and their voices are very different. We don't own. It's like a horse. Okay, can, oh. you, can you own a Pomeranian? We love two Pomeranians. Who symbiotically exists in our lives. And we and we, we, we put them through all their meals, all their other shelter, all their toys. All, all their ear boops. All their ear boops, all their education, all of their lunches. Yeah. Uh, all their bullies lunches. Yeah. They're not popular. How dare you say that in front of them? I just uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, children. You're you're not you're if someone gives you a swirly, it's it's not it's not a compliment. They're not listening. They're chewing on bones. That's what that sound is. The bones of their enemies that I killed for them. That's because you're a good mother. I know. When you see someone giving them a swirly, you you rip their femur right out. I know. 
I deserve like more respect at the PTA meetings. I show up there and they're like, do you have a child here? And I'm like, yes, my dogs. And they're like, ma'am, this is a school for humans. And I'm like, I have human children. They're just trapped in dog bodies. And then I get escorted off the premises. And then I send angry emails at the principal at four in the morning, in all caps, PTA meeting must stand for puppies, truthfully, absolutely. (laughs) I know. That's totally what I thought they were, too. So moving on along, are there any famous Pomeranians? Yeah. Celebrity dogs. Yeah, and there's no Oscars for dogs, so this is just, this is what we have. Are there Emmys for dogs? No. Are there Tonys for dogs? No, there should be. Oh, my God. There's so many singing dogs. Molly. What? Are there Webbies for dogs? We're going to make those. We're going to make Webbies for dogs. <gasps> what about dogs with webbed toes? Those are the only ones who are allowed to enter. Little little sn- snorkel mask wearing little, dogs. Little Labrador little, retrievers doing their little best best paddles. Little, little furry pals oh diving in to the deep ends of pools oh, with I little snorkel it. masks. I love it. Going glub, glub, glub. With well, subtitle, bark, bark, bark. Bork, bork, bork. Yeah, well, if, if, if they are uh, German, yes. Oh, what were you talking about? Pomeranians and the famous ones. Paris Hilton has some. She has some. She has, yeah, she has a few. You should follow her on Instagram. She makes houses for them. She like, makes houses for the Pomeranians. Yeah, what kind like, of houses? Like, like, like custom doll houses, but like palm houses. Also for her chihuahuas, but we're talking about Pomeranians. Does she have like a little subdivision for all of her dogs? Do they all have individual houses or do they share? I think they have like a giant mansion that they hang out in. Well, that's fun. She's yeah. She's just little GoPros in the corners and make I feel them. like they'd be really sad if they had their own houses. They like to all hang out together. Little, little palm party house? Yeah, a little palm party house. Oh, that's nice. And then there's also the palm um, from Secret Life of Pets. Yes. She, fictional palm, but... No, uh, she's based off a real palm. She is based off a real yes, palm. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember the real palm's name, but I do know about her because I think her name is like Milk or something like that because uh, I'm in a Pomeranian Facebook group with her mom. Just one? With her mom. Oh, oh, wow. With her mom. Yeah. She lives in the valley somewhere. She's a valley palm. And she's beautiful, and I think she came not from America. I didn't realize you were so close. With celebrities? Yeah. I know. I'm. That's impressive. I know. Only in Hollywood, baby. I'm name dropping a little bit here. A little bit. If you remembered the name, you could drop it. I don't know. Cute, fluffy white palm. That's the name. But of course, the most famous Pomeranians were... Have you been listening? Oh, I remember this. We just talked about it. Queen Victoria. Yeah, Queen yes, Victoria's Pomeranians. Right? Oh, she made them what they are today. She made them in her laboratory. She did. Well, in As her- thunder rolled above, and her henchmen haunched over levers and buttons and said, When you say the word, madame, and she said, Don't look at me. I'm sorry, madame. I shan't look again. Well, that's definitely one narrative, uh, but it probably happened more in her parlor. She was just like, I like that dog and that dog, and I'm going to make them make puppies, and then they're going to gestate for only two months, and then if I like the puppies, I will snuggle them. But I'm I hope sure we can she's... afford the royalties to that real audio clip of Queen Victoria. <laughs> but I'm sure she snuggled all of them, because how the fuck can you not snuggle puppies? But she had a bunch of puppies, and uh, mm-hmm. she had one that she really loved named Windsor's Marco. Wait, Windsor's Marco was his full name? Yes. Okay. I feel like you're being really ignorant 
ignorant right now. I'm learning. Well, I'm glad that you have an open mind. <laughs> I know that they're the same thing, but learning is a much nicer word for being very ignorant. I'm really glad that you're becoming woke through this podcast. Mm-hmm. Dog woke. Mm-hmm. More like woke. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Do we have any ads? We don't have any ads, so we're, we're, we're Actually, just we're stuck wo- here. Actually, woke works because of woof. So, woofolk. You're becoming woofolk. Woofolk. It sounds like a song that Sigur Rós made. It sounds like if a dog were in a Philosophy 101 class. Oh. And it raises its little paw and says, What if the color gray that you see is different than the color gray I see? This is the first time I've thought Philosophy 101 was cute. I didn't know that I could feel this feeling. Now I'm just trying to make, like... Russian philosophy dog jokes. <laughs> what would one example of that be like? Tulse toy. Oh, oh no. Oh, dear. We have to eject. We have to. Tolstoy. How do you stop a podcast on someone else's device? <laughs> oh, no. It's what funny. else? What else? So, so yes. there's Windsor's Marco. Yes, a, a, a handsome delight in his own regard. He, he was, was, he was 12 a, pounds. That was a hefty boy. He was a hefty boy, but he was, at the time... That was three pounds per leg. All of the Pomeranian's weight is in the leg. That is a false fact, but I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, no, he was... he, But at the time... Get this. He was the smallest Pomeranian that anyone had ever seen. And so Queen Victoria, like, trotted him out and was like... The toast of London. Yes. Foggy London Town. Hear ye, hear ye. Look at the small 12-pound dog. Now keep your money. Not that kind of pound. <laughs> exactly. And uh, he, was, he was adorable, and he was orange, and he was her king. Uh, I mean, not really, but like in her heart, he was her king. And I'm not talking about bestiality or furries, so no yif yif here, bitches. That's the t-shirt. <laughs> no yif yif here, bitches. But he he sired a bunch of other palms, and they eventually got smaller mm-hmm. and smaller. Mm-hmm. Because on this podcast, you're not allowed to say small. Mm-hmm. You're only allowed to say small. Mm-hmm. Eventually, when Queen Victoria was on her deathbed, she had a very small baby that she begged for at the end of her life. Did you know that three Pomeranians were rescued from the Titanic? And that's the business. (laughs) I don't know. There are Pomeranians on lifeboats on the Titanic, and that's pretty cool. Still? Are they... Thinking about drowned Pomeranian skeletons. No, no, no. That means the Pomeranians are still alive and adrift on aimless lifeboats and eating. They're humans. They, they're humans. I don't like that. Well, no, no. Picture this, though. Because so much time has passed, they have long beards. Okay, that's cute. And they weave their beards into nets with which they fish. I like that. Yeah. I and, like a self-sustaining world full of Pomeranians as our leaders. And they occasionally catch squid and octopi. And they chew out the ink sacks and tattoo themselves. <gasps> little anchors. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's really, that's a delightful image for me. And I'm going to cherish that while and I because they're sailors, they, they just curse the most vulgar words. You, can, I mean, you can't even think of them. What's the most vulgar word you can think of that a Pomeranian might craft? Bald. Bald? Bald. Bald, because they have so much hair. 
because they take great pride in their fluff. Actually, that segues us into something very interesting about Pomeranians is that a lot of them are very susceptible to alopecia. Really? So sometimes you see bald Pomeranians, and I just want to go on the record here and saying that if a Pomeranian is bald, that does not make them any less valid than a Pomeranian that is fluffy. That's right. Look at, I don't know, who else is bald? Howie Day, Black Francis from the Pixies, Billy Corgan from the band that wasn't as good as Pixies. End of list. Natalie Portman, that one time that she shaved her head. Yes. Yeah. She shaved for Vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I think we've talked about our expertise long enough. We, we, we've emptied the well. Well, what I would like to talk about is um, a lot of them have really bad asthma. It's not actually asthma. Their trachea is collapsed, which is mm-hmm. much sadder. Yeah, because tiny bugs get in there and steal the treasures inside of their tombs. Something like that. More so like Queen Victoria may have bred them too small too fast, and they have some issues. See, it all circles back to Queen Vic. Yeah, fuck you, Queen Vic. Hey, no, 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 no. We don't curse the queen here. I mean... All hail the monarchy. No, no, no. We don't hail it. We, 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 we are neutral um, about... The First Order sucks. That's okay. <laughs> so my first Pomeranian sushi had a collapsing trachea, and I went with her to her support meetings. I'm just going <laughs> to... What does a support meeting look like? Well, I'm, I'll just give you an uh, impression. Mm-hmm. My name is Sushi. <laughs> And I have a collapse <laughs> trachea. Hi, and, Sushi. And it's because my <laughs> mom didn't use the right collar on me when I was younger. And <laughs> use, use harnesses on your dogs. But seriously, if you have a little dog, use a harness, please. Of course. So many people use collars and then it makes their tracheas really get fucked up and then they sound like honking geese. Mm-hmm. But they're dogs, not geese. You don't want a goose. No, geese are fucking mean. No. They they nip your booty. You want you want a friendly little dog who will lick your face, not a not a mean old goose who will bite your boots. Goose that'll bite your boots. A goose that'll bite your boots. I have an unpopular opinion. Uh, I'm afraid. I know, and you should be. And I'm, I'm sorry if this creates a wedge between us, but it, it's a conviction. If you want to call small dogs small, fine. If you want to call their little pads beans, fine. If you, That's what they're called. If you want to call their barks borks, okay. One thing I will not suffer is a grown adult crafting some sort of bullshit childish voice. For their dogs. I know this is where you and I differ. Yeah, it might be the end of us. Unless we bring in a third party to mediate this for us. And while we have her here, she's she's in the other room. We're going to bring her in. Do you want to introduce our, uh, our arbiter? Yeah, so our arbiter is what he calls our therapist mm-hmm. slash uh, child. Sure. So our daughter, Official. she went to school for psychology, and so now she's helping us out. And she's might, insufferable. It might be unethical, maybe. I don't know. Um, but uh, Mochi, come here. Here I am, all the motion around here. Just let me pull up a chair. All right. Mochi, it's so good to see you. Yes, I am the Mochi. Tell them all about me, Mama. Oh, well, this is my. Hello, Mochi. 
my my precious angel baby mochi. Yes. <laughs> She is the best dog of all time. She's a very good dog. Right? She has a master's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's helping us. No masters, no gods, no kings. She has some uh, very controversial ideas, but I'm really proud of her. I follow her Reddit history and everything she posts is very cool. Oh, shit. Deactivating. No, Mochi, come on. I'm really proud of everything you post. Did you give her a phone? Well, she uses mine. Oh, I mean, is that like is that like a parenting problem? Like, no, I, I I just don't know if I want our dog having access to Reddit. She's learning about herself. What if she becomes a libertarian? I mean, that would be her right. I would probably disown her, but I'm not a libertarian. I am house trained. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's cool. So so much. What's up? Oh, uh, you know, just mooching around, being a small dog, doing my thing. I'm glad you guys are doing a podcast. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so you're a Pomeranian. Yes. Uh, do you have anything to say about Pomeranians? Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> just, you guys, you look at big dogs, okay? You look at, you look at the bush beans, baked beans, Labrador dog. You look at the Budweiser Clydesdales. That's not a dog. That's just, a horse. No, I took philosophy. It's all one dog, man. Okay. And everyone likes the big dogs. And, and I just want the small dogs to have a chance. You yeah, know? people talk a lot of shit about small dogs. Yes. What's the What's the deal? Why yes. is that? <laughs> I mean, you 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 know, you took psychology and philosophy. Like, why yes. do people not like small dogs? Tens of thousands of your dollars have not answered this question. I went to school and I just I did, I did not reach a conclusion. I feel like it might be uh, uh, rooted in sexism, maybe. I don't know about that. <laughs> You can read my Medium article about it later. You can it help only me write takes it. four minutes to read it. You can see it right there on the top. The best part of a Medium article is knowing what kind of investment you're making. Anyway, to answer your question directly, I don't know why people are so sizist against pumps. It makes me real mad. Can I talk? No. Okay. Anyway, that's all I have to say about this. But can you tell me anything about Pomeranians? I can only say it. And song. Okay, sing me a song. Give me a beat. Ooh ah ooh ah ooh ah ooh ah ee ee ee. Give me a good beat. La 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 la. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> la 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 la. That's a good hook. Keep it going now. La 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 la. And stop. Yo, I'm a mooch and I'm here to say that I am old and I have been spayed. I like to do a dance and I book for treats and if you want smaller palm, I can't be be old. Mochi, this is, this is, this is, this is, stop, 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 stop. No, fuck, stop it, no. No. That's the end of him. Mochi, you gotta take your paws off of dad's face. You, like, like, come on. You gotta, I know, I know that. It's like he's drowning on his own air. I know that he's not like your real dad and that like it was whoa, just. Whoa, 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 whoa. <gasps> Jesus Christ. Hold on. What the fuck you saying? Wait, girl, you and I were together for years before we met him. But what is a real dad? I mean, he's your dad, but like your real dad is the Pomeranian God within us all. Oh. So I'm like Jesus Christ is what you're saying. Yeah, totally. Cool. That's all I needed to know. Later, guys. Well. There she goes. That was a situation that happened. She holds me at Paul's length, and I, I don't know what to do about that. I mean, she'll get over it at some point. Mm. She's just too well-educated. Mm. She can't, like, actually 
like admit that she loves her parents. Is that what happens? You send your child to school and what they learn is they're too cool. She took all of the advanced classes at PetSmart. (laughs) Okay, so what we've learned today in a roundabout way is that one, Queen Victoria loved big dogs, but loved eugenics more. Mm, Loved small dogs more. Mm Mm-hmm. And that our dog is a brat who is not a very good rapper. I feel like you're being really unsupportive. I just, it was hurtful to me because she was trying to drown me in my notebook in front of me. I mean, you were kind of being a dick, so. Uh, I, it's my podcast. I'm the co-host. Guy. I could easily replace you with her. I brought these dogs into your life. I can take you out of it. Okay, so our last segment here is uh, something we call paused card. It's like postcard. Hold on. We're still workshopping it. So, we turn to you, the audience. We asked uh, uh, people on our Twitter feeds and our Facebooks to send us their dog-related questions. Any dog-related questions. Not just about Pomeranians, like we covered in this episode, kind of. But uh, any breed that they wish. And we got we got dozens of them. We actually got a lot of, a lot of really good questions. We had to whittle them down. Yeah, it was actually really exciting uh, that people wanted to ask questions. So, mm-hmm. that's cool. Here are our five questions that we will now answer in full detail. Meryl asks, why does my dog hover over my sleeping form at night and whisper unfathomable truths in the ancient tongue? The ancient tongue? The ancient tongue only arises if you have an amulet under your pillow. Interesting. Do you have one under your pillow? Absolutely, I do. Oh, why don't I have one? Do you not have one? No. How do you sleep at night? With dogs on me? Oh. Are you... Are are they the amulets? Are you well-rested? No. Oh. Neither am I because of the amulet. Neither am I because of the dogs. But see, why would the dog hover, though? I, I understand the speaking in <gasps> tongues. That's fine. I have a hypothesis. What? It ate the amulet. Meryl, I think that your dog ate the amulet under your pillow. You might want to go to the vet and get that checked out. I know for a fact that's the truth. Next question. Next We've question. solved it. Moving right along. On Twitter, at Chloe asks, which dog breed is the curviest? Oh, that's so hard. I don't want to objectify any particular breed. Well, first we have to define curviest. Is it the 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 breadth of the hips, hmm. or is it just the most curves? Because a bulldog has curves in its face. Ooh, 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 ooh! The squishy boys. The squishy lads. No, 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 no! The squishiest boys. You know what I'm talking the about. The stress ball boys. No, 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 no! I'm not. Ref- Sharpays. Oh. Squishy boys. Sharpay all day. Sharpay all day. That's right. Although, for some reason, my immediate response is a corgi. Curviest? They've just got a good booty. they got a nice wiggle about it. There's some good curve there. Yeah. Go to YouTube. Just search corgi butt dance. Spend hours There's doing that. There's so much corgi butt. Mm-hmm. 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 Perhaps it's, we will revisit that on a future episode. I love all dog butts, but especially corgi butts. More than palm butts? Sometimes when palm's butts are shaved and they bork, you can see their buttholes move, and I don't like that. That's just the wheel of life. Hmm. I don't like it. I No one does. <laughs> What's the next question? Uh, our next question comes from Twitter again, from at Stacy Garrett. Every time someone picks up another dog, my min pin jumps up and nips the dog in the butt. 
why does she do this, except that she's kind of a dick and it's a crime of opportunity. I mean, she even did it to a mini dachshund she's low-key obsessed with. Interesting. Listeners, I smell love in the air. I do too. I think there's some, uh, I think there's some tension between Stacy's uh, little men pin and the dachshund. And the man she'd like to pin. Uh, Stacy, I'm really sorry to say this to you, but I think you might be a little bit vanilla. I feel like you're witnessing some like consensual kink in the act and you don't know what to do with it. I don't think it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a thing with Stacy. I think I think witnessing any sort of display of love that powerful would take anyone aback. Yeah, that makes sense. There's definitely some cultures that are not as chill with PDA as we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think that you're just witnessing uh, a courtship ritual that's yeah. that's uh, really amazing. And you know what? For what it's worth, you should stick around and watch it for as long as you can stand until your men pen does uh, start to write poetry, in which point you should bail. Yeah, the poetry is just a little bit too intimate. Mm-hmm. Once the poetry happens, it's just like they need their alone time. It's that filthy Lord Byron shit. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't want to be around for that. No, it's, it's too much. Yeah. Another question from Twitter. At the Alduridian asks, you can upload a one second long sound file to replace your dog's default bark noise. What sound do you choose? Well, that's an interesting question. It is a very interesting question. I think if I had to replace my dog's bark with a one second sound clip from anything, it would be... You know how in Westworld, Ed Harris says, fuck you, Ford? Yes. Is that one second? You could speed it up. Say it really fast. Fuck you, Ford. Yeah, that's a second. Why would you want your dog to be constantly swearing at you? I mean, it would inflect differently. It might already be swearing at me. I don't know. That's true. Who am I to say what the barks mean, what what, what, what the bites mean, what the scratches on the wall mean? I don't know. None of us really do. Mm-mm. I'm glad that we could have this revelation together. That's the ultimate goal of this podcast is we're going to figure out what those scratches on that wall mean. I know. Moving on. If you could replace your dog's bark with a one second long sound file, what what would it be? Oh, I don't even know. I feel like... I love the sound of borks so much. I would do. <laughs> hmm. I don't know if it's a second, though. The Final Fantasy victory sound. It would just be one second's worth of that sound. Maybe the first five or six notes of that. What about Zelda? Da-da-ding! Oh, no, I know what it would be. Hmm. It would be Kylo Ren saying, I see it. <gasps> oh, I know. Yes. Still on the Kylo Ren thing. Sure. I know. I know what it would be. It would be when Kylo Ren says, I am a monster. So when your dog is trying to wake you up in the morning. I would just wake up horny every morning. Uh, oh, boy. So horny. Horny for the wet glove in the throne room. Can this turn into a Star Wars podcast? Moving along to the last question. <laughs> William asks... <laughs> If you built one big enough, could you have a huge hamster enclosure with ramps and wheels and so many tunnels and stuff, but sized for a Pomeranian? I didn't know how to word this. Well, William, first of all, I think you worded it fine. I think I get it. You want to know, if I built one big enough, could I have a hamster enclosure but sized for Pomeranians? The answer is obviously yes. If I could, I would. I want to make that. Right. So, like, we're upstairs. We're working. We're looking at the tube. It's empty. Let me hear. 
And we turn and we look, and there's Mochi with a piece of bread in her mouth. Like, a, L- like, like an anime, anime school, girl school girl running yes. to catch that bus. Yes, but the buses are hearts. The, the, the buses are our hearts. And then our hearts turn into the cat bus. From Totoro. Yes. I love it. Can we make it happen, please? Yes. We're making it happen. Thank you, William, for the great suggestion. And that's all the questions we have this time around. We have more for later. Oh. We'll answer them later. That's the end of the podcast, because that was the end of that segment, which is the last segment. Dogcast is over for a week. Which breed should we talk about next time? Let us know. What breed do you want to talk about? I mean, maybe we could talk about Great Danes. Maybe, if the audience wants us to. Or maybe we could talk about Chihuahuas. It's a possibility. Or we could talk about Irish Wolfhounds. Maybe. So the greatest thing about this podcast is that we're going to make an episode for every breed. And when we run out of breeds, then you get rid of us. So Or, or we take what we learned today and create our own breed, a la Queen Victoria. That's just you, Jen. It's eugenics all the way down. I know. I don't want to do that. But we'll talk about other breeds. Yes. And uh, if you want to get rid of us faster, you just suggest breeds to us, and then we'll do them all, and then we'll go away. So yes. that's how you banish us. But here's how you banish us. You go to either uh, this podcast's Twitter feed, at DogCastPod. It's a pod of dogs. That's right, at DogCastPod, or individually at Molly McIsaac, or at some Chris tweets. And of course, if you want to follow Mochi on Twitter, she does have a Twitter. She does. It is at MochThoughts. Yeah, and she posts all of her uh, philosophy major thoughts on there. It's very thoughtful. Hence the handle at Moach Thoughts. Yeah. And that's the end of this episode. Whoa. If you have questions about Pomeranians, you're, you're, you're thinking of the wrong breed. Yeah. Because we covered everything. Definitely don't go on Wikipedia to fact check. Don't do that. Don't be. Don't us. check the internet. Listen to us. We are your weird high school friend who says everything with confidence. My dad can get us some beer. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight. Right now. Tonight. But, like, you should subscribe to us wherever you're listening from because we're going to tell you about some other good dogs. You made it this far. Yeah. Keep it going. Good boys are good boys. And you might have that good boy in your heart. Do it for the dogs and not for us. Boofing off. Boofing off. Is that the sign off? No. I love it. Kind of. I hate it. Okay. Okay. Borking off. That's not any better. Uh, we're working it. You know what? This is just settle on borking off for now, and then next week we'll 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 evolve it. It's positively wonderful. Gotta wrap it up. Goodbye. Poof poof.